think it's stuff like this that gives me trust issues. Trust issues. Welcome to the Trust Issues Podcast. We have trust issues with the traditional society dictated path, with the status quo, with the whole get an education, land a job, and work tirelessly until you're six feet under. It's time to upgrade your life with the help of us. I'm Erica. And I'm Kyle Auckland. We're a husband and wife duo, but we're also entrepreneurs, biohackers, and business builders. Every week, we're dedicated to having purposeful conversations with each other and leading experts on topics like wellness, relationships, and entrepreneurship. Subscribe to Trust Issues Podcast if you're looking for bold topics, honest dialogue, and valuable lessons. Welcome back to another episode of the Trust Issues Podcast. I'm Erica Auckland, and in this episode, we're going to uncover the best kept secrets, really some hidden gems, I believe, that are social media strategies that not a lot of people are talking about. Let's be honest, when it comes to social media, I think things are changing constantly. It's evolving. The social media landscape is different than what it was even six months ago. And I think it's important to stay on top of what is new, what is current, exploring new innovative strategies, and help us maximize our presence on the platform. But today I'm going to shake things up a little bit. I'm going to go over some tactics that I think are a bit unconventional. We're going to challenge some of the status quo. There's so much contradictory advice, whether you're on TikTok, you're on Instagram of what to do, what not to do. And we're going to just pull it back a little bit. And we're going to get into the nitty gritty of what I think really matters if you're using social media to build a brand or to build a business. All right, the first thing is we need to go back to basics, y'all. At the end of the day, if you are not solid in your foundation of why you're showing up on the platform, what the heck you're doing, you're gonna struggle. You're gonna also struggle to land with your ideal client. So the first thing, okay, let's, let's break it down. What are the basics that we need to be really good at? Number one is understanding our ideal client. Who is our ideal client? Who are we serving? What is their biggest problem? What are their specific needs? What are their specific desires? Identifying your target audience is everything because with that lens on, you can create really epic content. You can speak exactly to the person that you want to reach and they're going to feel like you're reading their mail. You need to know what your story is. So what is the story that you are sharing? You can actually go back to episode 26. I talk about storytelling. I talk about a framework for storytelling that you can use to figure out what your story is. But story is such a powerful tool. You know, you can have the most aesthetic content. You could do a brand shoot every other month. But if you're not really good at telling your story, you're not going to be engaging your audience. They're not going to have trust with you. They're not going to want to just follow every single thing that you do. And the truth about story is that we all see ourselves in other people's stories, right? So honing in on your storytelling skills is really going to help you captivate your audience and really leave a lasting impression. And when we talk about back to basics, we need to talk about the niche, okay? We, to niche or not to niche? That is the question. Do we niche? Are you the niche? There's so much contradictory information as well around a niche. And I think I want you to think about a niche beyond just who you are, the things that you like, the things that you're going to post about. And I really want you to think about it as, but what are the strengths and the gifts that you bring to the table? Because every single creator, if you're a content creator, you know that we all have our different flair. We have our different energy. We say things different and we just have different skills that we bring. And I think that's going to help you just remove a lot of the noise and the overwhelm of like, what do I niche? Am I a beauty blogger? Am I the wellness influencer? Am I the recipe girl? You know, like all of that is great. You can figure all of those things out down the line. But I think at the end of the day, really your niche comes down to what could you talk about all day long and never tire of? 
What could you, I, this is me right now in this moment. I could talk about marketing. I could talk about strategy. I can talk about business all day long. It is one of my most favorite topics to dive into and to help other people with. I've been doing it for like a decade and I'm still not sick of it. That's how I know I'm in my zone of genius. And I figured out what my niche is that really is impactful because it flows for me. What's that thing that flows for you? What's that thing that just comes out of you and you feel like this is truly my strength? Because that is what is going to create sustainability for your business. When you think about the basics, when you think about the foundation, you need to think, what is going to give me sustainability? If I am doing something now, can I imagine myself doing it in three years from now, in five years from now? Don't just do something to do something. You know what I mean? Don't just create a niche because you think it's what's cool or what's trending. Create your brand and your business around what you truly feel passionate about. Because that's going to translate in your content. People are going to feel that from you. They're going to feel that in, that tangible energy that's going to make them want to know more. That's going to make them want to follow you. The second thing is simplifying things. Listen, like social media is a lot. There's a lot going on. We've got lives. We've got stories. We've got reels. We've got TikToks. We've got videos. We've got YouTube. We've got so much stuff going on. It is quite honestly overwhelming <laughs> for everyone. Um, and I definitely don't recommend trying to do it all. I really recommend simplicity. Because I think when it comes to attracting your person, you don't need to be all things to all people and everywhere. You need to be in one place saying one message consistently, repeatedly, and that's what's going to land. So I really want to encourage you to just pull back. What can you just take out? What, what do you need to cut out of the content plan that is just not flowing? That just feels like you keep putting it on the to-do list, but it never gets done. Maybe that doesn't need to be on the list. Simplicity is really key. And I think consumers want that because at the end of the day, consumers are overwhelmed too. And they're, they're looking at a thousand different content pieces and, you know, they're following a thousand different influencers or, or coaches or mentors or, or figures on social media, right? So I think they want seamless processes. They want it to be hassle-free. They want, it, they want you to say, hey, this is your problem. I can fix it. Here's how. And it, it needs to be that simple for our consumers. People are overwhelmed. They're overstimulated. There's a lot going on. So I think removing unnecessary steps for people, even just like if we think about tactically when it comes to your sales funnels, do you have like a thousand steps in your sales funnel that, that leads someone to finally purchasing after so many things that they have to do and hoops that they have to jump through? That's probably totally killing your business strategy and it's probably killing your conversion too. So how can you remove all of that and really create a frictionless process for your people that enhances their satisfaction, that helps them just like, okay, I can buy, I can get a result and boom. That's also going to give you way more testimonials and way more social proof that's going to build your business. So just simplify, take things down. Just don't try to be so complicated doing all the things. Another thing I think really is simplifying things for a lot of people, I, I'll speak for myself, is using AI tools, specifically chatbots. So if you follow me on Instagram, you could go to one of my recent reels or one of my recent posts, and you'll see that there's a call to action at the bottom of each post. And it'll say, comment this word, DM me this word. Go and try it out. Go and comment one of those words. Just after this episode, or if you're listening right now and you have your phone out, go and type in one of those words, DM me the word or comment, whatever the call to action is telling you to do, go and do it and see how it functions. Because this is me using something that's called a chat bot. And it's an AI powered, basically a virtual assistant that's like in my DMs working for me right now as I'm recording this episode, which is just freaking genius. And it allows me to give my customer or my consumer my audience, something, a freebie, a lead magnet, um, you know, answer to a question, 
a quiz. It allows me to give them something without me actually having to be there physically on my phone doing it myself. And I think this is just, for simplicity's sake, this is just so beautiful, especially as an entrepreneur who is a mom, who has a lot of things going on. I am all about doing less, better. And if I'm creating the piece of content already, I want to make sure that I'm maximizing it. So if you're not using chatbots, you absolutely need to do so. And this is going to help you really personalize the experience for your customer and even personalize the inquiries that you get. So if you have people who are like, oh, I want this from you or I want that from you, you can build out specific um, chatbots that's going to give them that exact experience that they're looking for. And you really can minimize the effort that it takes to give people solutions. And that's the thing, like people, I think you can think about it in this world that we live in today. People want solutions now. Like they're like, we are such a, you know, immediate instant gratification society. We want something right now. Here's the problem. I want to fix it right now. If you can solve people's problems quicker, imagine how many more people you could help. The third thing is repurposing content, reusing content, repurposing content. Listen, I, I understand the overwhelm that it comes, that comes with creating content, right? Like it's, I got to film this video. I got to do this reel. I got to post this, this podcast. I got to, you know, all these things. Maybe you're on a lot of different platforms right now and you're trying to keep up. And, and the truth is, is that being on different platforms definitely has its benefits, because you're going to reach different audiences on different platforms. You know, I have different people who follow me on TikTok than follow me on Instagram. I have different people who listen to the podcast who follow me on TikTok. There's different people who are on YouTube. It's a whole like worldwide web, y'all, right? It's a whole different ball game when you are reaching that many more people, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to create more content. You can take one piece of content and you could repurpose it 10 different ways. Let's give you an example, okay? We could take a podcast episode. We could transcribe that episode. We can take that, turn it into a, a actual freebie download that you can get right to your inbox. And we have something coming for you, so stay tuned. But you can get that from one piece of content. Plus, then we can take that one podcast and we can chop it up and we can make little reels out of it. And then we could take that and put us post it on TikTok. And then we can put the long version on YouTube. It's all one piece of content. It's genius. It's brilliant. So if you're not repurposing your content, you're really missing out. And don't be afraid to repost content either. Don't be afraid to take something that maybe popped off a month ago and try it again. Post it again. See what happens because you might reach a whole nother audience and it serves new people. You never know. Repeating your message is honestly key in captivating your audience because we need to hear things multiple times over and over and over again before we buy. Just bottom line, right? Like we know that. It takes like seven to 10 touch points on average, they say. It's probably even more now. I would say it's probably way more now with how overstimulated we are as a consumer society. And so your repetition is really what it's going to do. It's really going to nail in your brand message. It's going to nail in the values that you have as a brand. It's going to really nail in the problems that you're solving. And it's value, 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 value. You know, if you love Gary Vee, you know he wrote the book, Jab, Jab, Right Hook. And that book is all about that. We can also link that in the show notes. And it's so solid. And it's, it's a little bit older of a book, but it's still relevant in that that's the strategy you need to have when it comes to repetition. Plus, if you're a content creator, you know, you need to really master the art of repurposing because I think when you're repurposing and repackaging things, you're going to position things a little bit different. You know, we have a whole podcast episode here that I'm recording and you're listening to it, you know, in your earbuds, you're listening while you're driving in your car, you're going to get the whole message. But I could take like little snippets and different angles of this one episode and post it on Instagram like 10 times. 
You know, there's there's so much magic in that. And maybe the people who haven't come to the show yet, I don't know what they're doing, but they should come over and listen to the full episode. But it, maybe they're just on Instagram and they stumble on a message. Maybe one part of the podcast episode doesn't resonate with them, but there's another part that does. That's the power of repurposing is you can take one piece of content and you can have different angles, different aspects of it, and really maximize your efforts. I am all about working smarter, not harder, y'all. Listen, it is so, so overwhelming when you are starting a brand new business. You know, when you're starting a brand new project, a brand new business, when we were starting the podcast, I just remember being like, oh my gosh, okay, like, you know, it's the, we got to come up with a name, we got to come up with a concept, then we have to figure out the episodes. And there's a lot that goes into starting a new project, but make it easier on yourself by repurposing. Fourth thing, digging into analytics. I don't know, If you're going into your insights on your Instagram, I don't know if you're pulling analytics from whatever content. If you're sending out emails, you know, if you have a CRM, you can look and see your open rate, your click-through rates. You can see all of that. Your analytics are, allows you to measure where you're at. Numbers do not lie. And what you do not measure, you cannot improve. So if you are posting content, posting content, posting content, take one day a week. I would really encourage you to take one day a week where you dig into your insights and you figure out what was my most popular piece of content that I posted. And maybe there's a pattern that you'll notice over the last 30 days, last 90 days. You'll notice that, oh, everyone loves when I share my story or everyone loves when I share this specific tip. You're going to notice a pattern and this is going to give you a really good indicator of what your audience wants more of. And never be afraid to serve them more of what they already want, what they're already telling you that they want. Um, I love to look at my analytics. It also tells me what time of day that my audience is most active. It tells me my most engaged, my most viewed, you know, views versus engagement is different. Maybe people saw it, but they didn't engage. Engagement is really where it's at because you want to see that people are actually liking, they're commenting, they're sharing your actual piece of content. So look at all of that and also see what are the demographics of people that are following you and watching you. Who are they? Are you, are you realizing that when you look into your insights, it's like, oh, wow, I'm only attracting you know, men, men in their fifties who live in India. Okay. I need to change my strategy. This is not my ideal market. Maybe your ideal market is millennial women who live in Texas. I don't know. You need to figure out how you can speak exactly to those people. And your insights are going to tell you so much. Like that is gold right there. Your insights is like a little feedback machine. That's constantly telling you like, eh, yes, maybe. Oh, this one was really good. So listen to it next time that you post. And before you even go to create a piece of content, go back and look at your insights. Go and see what resonated because it might tell you something completely different than what you expected. So in the overwhelming world of content creation, I want you to take these four strategies and I want you to implement them. Take the next 90 days to really implement them, study them, use them, and see how they transform your content and the engagement that you're getting and also the sales that you're making. But if you are wanting to monetize your Instagram social media content wherever you're at in the online space, if you're wanting to monetize and you're really not clear on your brand, you're not really clear on how you serve people, I created a mini course for you. It's a mini course that's going to help you do those exact things. And it's actually a 30-day step-by-step guide on exactly how to get clear, exactly how to position yourself, even down to how to write your bio, even down to how to figure out what your content pillars are and your batching strategy. I have it all in there for you. And I'm also giving you, as a podcast listener, 50 free social media hooks. These are hooks that are going to pull your audience in and really attract them to you and stop them in their tracks. I want you to head over to trustissuespodcast.co forward slash content 
and you can get my mini course. And I'm also giving my listeners a discount that nobody else is getting. So head over there before other people discover that link and I have to shut it down. But go and grab the mini course. And if you love this episode, make sure that you subscribe and I will see you next time.